911, what's the nature of your emergency? Welcome back to the Tactical Living Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Walton. In today's episode, we're going to talk about the operant conditioning system. So just sit back, relax, enjoy today's content. And as you listen to this, know that if you take action today, this will impact your life dramatically. Now, for many, many years, I've kind of had this sort of bribery system with myself. And what I mean by that is there are many times where there will be something that It's kind of sucky that I have to do, or maybe something that I would much rather not be doing. And the easiest way for me to be able to get past the suck is by having this bribe system in place to where I reward myself in some way. And I've noticed that I'm I'm doing this a lot more now. And I think the further and further that I delve into practicing discipline within myself, and you know, if you've been listening for a while, you know I do things like time blocking my time. I'm very strategic with my schedule. I know that there are specific things that I will get done every single day. I know the frame of mind that I need to be in, shifting have to to get to. There are all of these things that I have in place, but I'm noticing this particular system, this bribery system, if you will, is something that I've been really practicing a lot more in these past several months. And I was curious to know if there's actually a a principle, if there's actually something that is laid out in stone that better defines what this process is better than the the bribery system. And that's really the best thing that I had to compare it to because we all, I mean, I I don't have children, but I've certainly been a child before. And I remember how the bribery system works very, very well. Ashley, if you go and clean your room, then you can watch a cartoon or whatever the thing is. And by adopting the system into my life and realizing how much more productive it made me, it made me really curious if there was some formal structure around this. And there is, it's called the operant conditioning system. And essentially what that is, is you have a stimulus and then you have a response and then you have a reward. So what does that necessarily mean and how can that impact your life in particular. Now, I know that we all have different things that we have to do every single day. And a lot of those things are things that we don't always want to do. But it's all about the positive reinforcement that we give to ourselves as a gift based on the the thing that we perform, the thing that we, we do that we maybe don't necessarily want to do. And it could be something that you even want to do. But to further encourage yourself, you have this reward-based system set in place. And when it comes to the positive reinforcement, it, it always happens when a behavior or a response is rewarding or the behavior is followed by another stimulus that's rewarding, which is something that then increases the behavior. So let's kind of micro that down a little bit. I know for me, when it comes to recording these podcasts, that's a perfect example. I will time block my time. Usually it's about 60 minutes to where I sit on here and I record nonstop That is the thing, the only thing that matters, the thing that I have to do. And I tell myself that I can't look at my phone until I've sat here for 60 minutes straight. So the phone is tucked away in a drawer. I can't see it. I don't hear it. Of course, it doesn't distract me. It doesn't interrupt these recordings. And I think our phone is a perfect reward system because we know how many times we all sit there and we we check our phones on a daily basis. But if you have that one hour to where you already commit to and you tell yourself it's non-negotiable, I'm not going to look at my phone for an entire hour while I go outside and I do the yard work or I clean up after the animals or I spend an hour of time with my kids, whatever the thing is that you decide to do, 
and then you reward yourself by looking at your phone, it actually helps us to develop a better relationship with our, our tech devices, I believe. And the phone is really the, the best and most perfect example because it is the thing that I, I believe that we abuse the most. So having a phone as our, our sort of reward system for getting things done, not only does it encourage our relationship with our tech devices in a different way, but it also reinforces our ability to be able to to concentrate on a single thing at a particular time and to get these tasks done. So if you're looking at the things in your life that you routinely do, maybe for you it is um, eating junk food. And maybe if you start to reframe eating junk food as a reward instead of something that we, we take for granted this way of living. And I, I can say this freely, having traveled outside to so many other countries, it's not normal. As, as Americans, we think it's normal. It is not normal for us to be consuming the types of foods that we consume on a regular basis, especially the processed foods that we eat and especially the, the high sugar element of all of the different products that we probably all have in our cabinets. It's not normal. <clears throat> if you go around the world... We are the only culture that eats the way that we do. So if we're able to frame the way of eating in a way to where we can only eat that name a crap food as a reward, okay, well, what is it? What action do I need to take in order for me to feel like I am deserving of that particular reward? And maybe for you, you're into working out right now or you want to get into working out. Doing something like setting a goal of losing five pounds and then deciding what the reward is on the back end of it Make it something big. Maybe for you, there's something that you like to do all of the time. I mentioned in our last episode that I'm learning how to play the guitar. So maybe for me, I won't allow myself to be able to delve into this time just for myself to to enjoy this guitar unless I do X, Y, or Z. What are the things in your life that you can now take as as this, this sort of comfort, this something that we've become so reliant on. And it's really selfish, I believe, as, as an American for us to be so selfish when it comes to the things that we have as luxuries, when there's so many people around the world who could never fathom living these types of lifestyles. And I, I don't say that lightly. I say that by having the experience of going into tribes in the middle of South Africa and, and seeing the way that these people live and how little they have and yet how happy they are and how their reward system might be simply an interaction with somebody like me who is foreign and who might be able to share experiences and, and to just share love and connection in a different way. So I think a lot of it comes down, and at least this is my personal case, to reframing the luxuries that I have, the things that I like to to enjoy on a regular basis, even a cup of tea. I, I am very big into drinking teas from all around the world, so that is another luxury for me that I use as a bartering element in my life and my, my daily operations. I can't have that nice, warm cup of tea unless I do X, Y, and Z. And I think that having something like this on the back end, it really acts as a catalyst that kind of pushes us further a little bit more because sure, certainly I can go downstairs and make myself a cup of tea. Who is stopping me from doing that? However, the discipline that I'm now able to practice by having a reward system like this in place, this operant conditioning, having that stimulus, the response, and then the reward, the reason why, and now after studying and knowing that there is an, a contextual framework behind this, the reason why I'm doing this more and more is because the reward system works. 
We know that the reward system works. If you go into an elementary school, you see boards all over every classroom of the stars and the colors and the the accumulation of the extra things that kids are able to get based on their positive performance. So we have this positive reinforcement for children. Why not have it for ourselves? And I think that's a great point. Having something that's tangible, something that you can look at, I think is also a great way, especially when it comes to daily activities that you want to make sure that you're carving out. Or if you have a set schedule, let's say it's working out and you have a calendar that you have up in the kitchen or somewhere public to where maybe it's not just you, maybe something like a calendar that other people can also peek in on. And you tell your spouse, hey, listen, I'm going to put a smiley face in a in a highlighter, in a bright green color every single day that I work out. And you don't get to put that green smiley face there unless you actually work out. There's something very satisfying about us having this completion model. We always want to make sure that we're following through on this cycle in our minds. So what does that mean? That means that our minds don't like inconsistency. Our minds don't like when we have open loops. We always want to close the loop. So even the simple task of having something tangible to where you're physically writing down that green smiley face with a highlighter and then you're getting to look at it and see the completion, I can guarantee you if your goal was to work out five days a week and you look up at that calendar and you see that there's a missing day, you're probably going to feel a little bit guilty about that. And that's okay because that is the positive reinforcement that comes into play with you recognizing that you do have that shame or that guilt and you're going to continue to do better. You're going to improve. That doesn't mean that the world is over and now you've missed it and now you need to just give up on the rest of the month. No, it means that you're now going to be able to create something that you can compare to and maybe look back on for a few months. Imagine if you had an entire calendar and for 12 months, you're able to go through every single month and to see how many missing spots there were. But most importantly, your improvement, the things that you you did that show that you were actually moving the needle forward on a daily basis. So I encourage you, if there is something in your life that maybe you deem as a luxury or maybe you've never considered before as a luxury, maybe for you it's eating a candy bar and you do that on, on a daily basis. Maybe it's going to Starbucks and grabbing a cup of coffee Try to see what it is that you can incorporate into your own life that turns that into a reward system that makes it feel like you are more worthy than you were before of enjoying this luxury. And I can guarantee you, whatever that thing is that you choose as your reward, you're going to feel a lot more grateful for it. And by practicing gratitude in combination with having this sort of reward system, this bribery system in place, you are going to operate on a much, much different level. If you've gotten any value out of this episode, I encourage you, please drop a review, subscribe, reach out to me on Facebook at Ashley Walton and know that I am sending you a long, tight hug from my home to yours.